Hello, this is Diane from Diane Abroad. Happy Sunday. It's Sunday the 4th of August. I'm in Italy. I have a brief, hopefully brief podcast for you today that really talks about this little village where where I am located for a week and also about... um, the language and the challenges of language. But first I'm going to talk about this little village. Now I'm staying in an Airbnb BNB. That is to say, it's a bed and breakfast through Airbnb. This building, this house, purchased by Andrea, a young Italian man, man, 10 years ago, um, is five stories high. I'm on the third story. And I have a big, beautiful bedroom and a big window and a nice private bathroom. And every morning at 8 o'clock, I go up two flights of steps to breakfast. Breakfast is prepared by Andrea's mother, whose name is Olga. I get coffee, orange juice, fruits of all kinds, jams of all kinds, yogurt, and a variety of tasty, tasty pastries. And um, Olga and I try to have conversation. The first morning, we had virtually no conversation because she was typing in her Google translation, but what came out was garbled. So we couldn't communicate on anything the first day. The second day, I go up at eight o'clock, two flights up for my fabulous breakfast, and she phones a friend who who talks to me, I get on the phone with her friend and her friend says to me, Olga wants to know when she can clean your room. And I said, Oh, you know, you can clean at 11 o'clock today because I'm going out. And Olga, hears that Olga talks back. And so we have this <laughs> challenging phone conversation. The third day, Andrea shows up at breakfast, and he has spoken, he has broken English as well. And so we struggle through, happily, we struggle through conversations. Um, Meanwhile, I say to Olga, Duolingo, Duolingo, which is an app I use to help me learn Spanish, for example. And it's a free app that I recommend to everyone. It's not only Spanish, but all kinds of languages, and it's an approach, I'll digress on that, the approach to learning on Duolingo is like five, five approaches. That is, you read, you speak, you hear, and you type. So that's four. Four's, four ways in which to learn the language. So I'm, re- I'm recommending that to her. Meanwhile, I have this conversation with Andrea. It's not easy, but we have this conversation, and this is what I find out, that he bought this building in this historical district of the village 10 years ago. Now, ten, this historical district um, of the village was mostly industrial and commercial, and when he bought this building 10 years ago, it was all, you know, it was in disarray, so he worked over the years to improve it. The building was built in 1700. Um, So I asked him over a period of time, given our challenging languages, (laughs) if he had to adhere to any historical, what I would call covenants when he was remodeling this building. And um, he said no, because the building was built in 1700 and therefore is not considered historical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard me. The building was built in 1700 and therefore it is not considered historical. He was not required by law to make, to 
you know, adhere to any requirements uh, of, of the historical district. However, if the building had been built in 1600, 1600, he would have been limited in how, the way in which he um, renovated the building. Gosh, I just am shocked in a way by that. I guess I shouldn't be. Everything is so old here. I love it. He's done a beautiful job, and he's left, you know, some of the brick uh, exposed and the original brick, and the ceilings are unbelievable. You know, I think that it's like 12 or more foot ceilings, and he's done well by uh, putting electricity in everywhere. Good light, good hot water, very charming. So... We went on to talk about the village, and he explained to me that um, there used to be a cotton factory near the river here, and um, there were 200 employees at the cotton factory, but it closed down, and so, excuse me, 2,000 employees at the cotton factory, and the factory closed down, so he had to, so many people moved away because of that, and right now, there are 2,000 people who live in this Rossiglione Village. I'm sure I'm not pronouncing that right. It's R-O-S-S-I-G-L-I-G-I-O-N-E. Rossiglione. Rossiglione. Um, and so we had a really good conversation, Andrea, and me, and myself. In the meantime, I went back the next day and for breakfast, and uh, Olga says, Good morning to me and here she said duolingo duolingo and so she and I are having English and Italian lessons every morning um, I asked Andrea and Olga a couple of days ago that I if he could find a bungee cord where can I buy a bungee cord because I lost my bungee cord that's a whole nother podcast but I lost my bungee cord and I used this a short bungee cord to tie my guitar to my medium-sized suitcase, and it helps me then free up an arm to um, handle my luggage. Uh, and he he didn't understand bungee cords, so I drew a picture of a bungee cord on a piece of paper, and he said, see, see, see. And then we talked, we chatted, those are in, in quotation marks, about the length of the bungee cord. He wanted to know how long, and I said, not too long, not too long. I need a short bungee cord because otherwise my guitar, I didn't tell him this, but the guitar ends up dragging on the ground if it's too long, and I have to try to tie it in knots and shorten it and all of that. But I needed a bungee cord. He said he would get me one. I said, where's the store? And he said, no, 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 I will go and get you a bungee cord. And then I said, okay, good, and then I need to go to, I need to get my hair cut. Is there a beauty salon that you could recommend and of course that was totally confusing to them so I talked to them about bungee uh, about <laughs> beauty salon and I typed it in the google translation it just wasn't coming out right so I showed them you know with my hands I pulled my with one my left hand my fingers I kind of pulled my hair out and I showed you know cutting cutting my hair he said oh ccc but he didn't say anything else and I thought well we've had enough struggle talking about bungee cord I'm not going to spend all this time talking about beauty salon and it wasn't an emergency so that was fine anyway breakfast was over and I said goodbye to them that day and I took a long walk along the river and took all kinds of beautiful pictures and um, 
I encourage you to go to my website and uh, click on the art the art gallery the photo gallery for this village but I'll tell you I'll tell you about that later so I took this long lovely walk and then I came home and I walked came into my room and it was perfectly clean everything was pristine and I noticed on the desk there's a bungee cord but it's a, and it's a perfect bungee cord but it's like twice as long maybe three times as long as I need it but there were scissors there I thought ah oh, there must be a way to shorten this bungee cord. So I looked at the ends, you know, and it looks like that bungee cord is really tight in those metal ends, hooks at the end. But I Googled how to shorten a bungee cord. I didn't see anything about how to, you know, remove the cord from those metal ends and then cut the, cut the cord and then stick it back in. I saw other ways to shorten it, but not to cut it. And I... And then duh, 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 the light bulb went on, the light bulb went on. And the light bulb was, he didn't, they didn't leave me these scissors to cut the bungee cord. They left me the scissors so I could cut my hair. So they had no idea that I wanted to go to a beauty salon. Well, why would they? Because I showed them with my hands that I wanted to cut my hair. And so what did they do? They left me scissors. Well, I laughed out loud alone in my room. It was so funny. Talk about lost in translation. So what did I do? Went into my private bathroom. I combed my hair, got it wet a little bit like I used to do, like I used to cut my hair before I could afford to go to a salon. And I used those scissors and I trimmed my hair. It was perfect. It was perfect. I cut my hair just like I used to do years ago. And, and it's fine for now. I mean, it's certainly not professional, but it's fine for now. So today is Sunday. Tomorrow, Monday, I'm going to go back to breakfast and return the scissors and thank them so much for helping me with my hair and my bungee cord and, um, well, and Olga and I will have another language lesson. The, I love the stories that occur. I love what happens to me when um, I get lost in translation. As long as we all have a sense of humor, it's always funny. This is Diane from Diane Abroad with um, a Sunday morning podcast, August 4th from Italy. I hope... See you next time on the podcast and be sure to access um, the Resiglione Italy photo gallery that I have on my website and share this with your friends, will you please? I'm trying to uh, reach as many people as I can. This is Diane Schindler from Diane Abroad signing off with music written for me by Raphael Javadoff. <laughs>